It's Paul from Drums and Rums, where the backbeats meets the spirits. This episode is sponsored by Club Tiki. Visit them at clubtikico.com to order rum-based cocktails in a can. Use promo code Drums and Rums to receive a discount, and if you order four four packs or more, you'll get free shipping. They can the tropics, so you don't have to. Hey, all this is Paul from Drums and Rums with the backbeats, beats, spirits. Oh my God, we're already we're already all over the place. The girl, the girls here are already cracking up over that intro that we just did. Oh, here. that so, was great. So yeah, so why exactly? Why exactly was I showing on the intro again? You got to watch the YouTube video if you are listening. You got to go over to YouTube and watch it. But yeah, why am I? Why was I showing a a graphic of a board game? Hopefully, and I don't say the word because then that'll get flagged, and I've been flagged before on YouTube. Uh, but yeah, why am I showing a board game? And the, what is the reference to this board game? <laughs> yes, I think it is actually the old school one because I think I looked up and they have different covers and versions of it. But yes, the game, the game of life, and that's what I was referring to. And we're going to find out more what the reference to this board game is. We're going to find out a whole lot about our guests here. And we're going to learn about how I have an idea I'm going to share with them. And may, maybe I'll have to share it offline, maybe. But uh, let's introduce to the podcast Erica and Tina from Ages 9 to Adult podcast on our podcast series and you know shout out to other podcasters so uh, how y'all doing tonight today uh, tonight today i don't know whatever whatever good yeah, we are three time zones so it is kind of maybe night for some <laughs> no, we're we're basically covering the entire country right now between the three of us so right. yes <laughs> yeah. uh, thanks for having us it's great to be here yes it is yeah so as you as you mentioned say do, do you drink on this podcast yes yeah, sure it is well it is always five o'clock somewhere right <laughs> And I know right now one of us is on the East Coast, which if you're listening, you probably know who at least one of them is. And one of in central time zone mm-hmm. and the other one's Pacific. So that's three bloody time zones here. So, hey, let's drink up because it's let's at drink. least in the afternoon here. <laughs> <laughs> All I have at noon in the Midwest is water. Oh. I, um, I'm still on coffee, but we'll likely have a Bloody Mary soon. Oh, nice. There you go. Okay. You can have Bloody Marys with rum also, too, Tina. Oh, I know. Okay. Oh, I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, thanks for coming on the podcast. And and we were talking a little bit before we start uh, the show here was how, how, you know, we came and found out, stumbled upon each other or learned about each other's shows. And... It was due to our, uh, also very similarly, we had a previous guest on. It was also a Buzzsprout uh, podcast host, and we all are Buzzsprout, so shout out to Buzzsprout there. So yeah. I think, uh, which one is it? I don't have, oh, uh, hold on. Oh, there we go. Yeah, oh. sound effects and everything, right? Yeah, oh, so. sound effects. This so, is a high-class podcast. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I even forgot. I got all. We got all left because the way you guys came right into the camera, you guys bust that laughing about the uh, the board game here. I forgot. I forgot to wait. Hold on, Eric and Tina. Yeah. Oh, applause. Yes. Applause. Crack, applause. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. There you go. So yeah. No. Thank you for coming. Like I said, we uh, we stumbled across each other. You asked a, a question, and you know I, I answered it. And again, it's that kind of cool. That's how you find out about 
uh, other podcasts listen or uh, ideas or come on and be guests on other podcasts because I, I think that's definitely is one of the ways great ways to cross promote is to uh, similar ideas show ideas to you know share your story so uh, yeah so yeah, absolutely uh, so okay so there's a whole lot to cover here so again if you guys aren't familiar with ages nine to adult I suggest you go ahead and download it. It is an awesome podcast where Tina and Erica talk about growing up, listening to music. You know, they were the dynamic duo back in the day. Uh, I love the reference to the name A A nine two A P. I screwed it up already. No, A nine two A. You got it right. Okay. And I and there's a whole reference there. They're going to explain what that. There's a reference to that, and uh, but yeah, so. Tell us about this podcast. Oh, where do we start, Tina? Um, you know, this podcast really is a creation um, of ours. And it really came about because we realized in our mid-40s, we are still completely and totally fans and obsessed with 80s metal. And it was sort of like, let's do something with this. Because I'll tell you, one of the reasons we felt so strongly about it is because a lot of what you hear in terms of rhetoric or discussion or interviews or what have you when it comes to 80s metal in this genre is very male focused. You don't really hear much from women fans, women who participated in that culture or in that period of time. And so we did it uh, to kind of give a voice to all of those female fans out there, because there are so many of them, but you just don't ever hear from them. So that's kind of how and why we started it and where it comes from. Cool. So you've been, the podcast has now been out for a year, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, and, and how did, how did, how did that first, how did that first podcast start? Was it like, Everyone was gung ho, uh, or you know, it's like, I, I guess how, who, who, like, who hit the, the hammer to the anvil and said, "Let's do this." Uh, that's uh, it's all Erica's fault, oh. actually, and she <laughs> she started bugging me years ago, actually a few years ago in the before times before the, the um, pandemic Lovato. Um, she was like, "We we have this love, this passion. Let's do a podcast." And I totally blew her off, honestly, for a long time. I was like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> I don't even really listen to podcasts. I don't understand anything about that or what you're saying. Like she was very persistent. She even flew out. She's like, I want to talk to you about this thing and I'm going to come out for a visit. And um, I finally agreed to it in a restaurant here in Los Angeles. It was a very Hollywood moment. I was like, oh, fine, let's just do that. So um, it really took off from there. And then it was a real, you know, it was an effort on both of our parts to come up with the name, come up with the branding. come up with a topic list uh, and, and really like start the logistics of recording and what are we, how are we actually going to do this? Um, so it's, it's been a long time coming. We, we, because of the lockdown had to delay a little bit, um, but we ultimately got it up and running a year ago. Very cool. So yeah, the, the, that pandemic is, yeah, it really changed. Well, we all know it changed everything and it definitely give a lot of people opportunities to do some things that, you know, whether they're sitting in their house because of the lockdown and, it's definitely um, good to be persistent, Erica. 
Yeah. Way to go. Way to go me. And the name, you know, you asked about the name too. So you showed that board game. The name really comes from the board game life. And if you listen to ages nine to adult at all, we reference the game life a lot. It's even in our intro. Tina and I had our own fantasy version of life when we were kids and we rockified it. We, there it is, ages nine to adult. It's right on the box. But we really uh, would play the game and we turned it into like this metal, metal fantasy world where we would marry the rock stars. So we would pick a name out of a hat of who our husband was going to be. And then we would have children with these people. We'd name them uh, with the husband's last name. We'd have our own jobs that were all very music related. Uh, and so we took that game and just made it like our own little fantasy land. And so that's why we talk about the board game life a lot. And it's also, uh, you know, where the name comes from, ages nine to adult. It's how long we've been on this journey together as friends, but it's also part, partly because of the board game um, and just what we saw on the box. Literally, we saw it on the box. And you mentioned also 92 references our high school graduation year. And you said you're also a graduate of 92. So I know. It's exciting. Uh, yes. <laughs> and I'll tell you this. I know I look, if you're watching the video, I know I look definitely like a graduate of 92. So yes, I'll be next, <laughs> next week. I'll be 48. But you guys must be very advanced kids growing up because you must be hadn't been definitely you know 10 years and ahead and graduated in 92 okay you guys okay yes thank you. yes thank, you, yes, thank, thank you. you for being the eye candy on the podcast today for me so <laughs> well tina and i have a 30-year reunion coming up up next weekend unfortunately she cannot make it she's got other commitments out west but i will be there so we are in fact graduates of 1992 so we we've got our reunion coming right up uh, so so we're yes. let's so so we're we're going back here and this all started. You, you both live so currently you, you know West Coast and in the Midwest, but you both originally are from Nebraska, right? Correct. So mm-hmm. okay, so the I, I've always been an East Coast person. I was originally born in New Jersey, moved to Florida, so didn't very far. I have traveled the country though, so at least don't hold that against me. Um, but I. I I guess for me to try to grasp what it's like to not live close to the ocean or something like anywhere where the East Coast does drive a lot of things. But what was it like growing up in Nebraska? Okay, so, I mean, the only person I know from Nebraska that, you know, was really uh, Kenny from the Big Bang Theory, you know, right? So I'm not quite sure. uh, (laughs) So I'm not quite sure. So, I mean, what is it like growing up in the 80s in Nebraska? It's, uh, we talk about it a lot. Actually, Johnny Carson was from Nebraska, oh. so you know. Um, we talk about was it that, a lot. Was that, was that a dig on me, the fail for not <laughs> doing know. show prep? I mean, you know, you know, famous people are from Nebraska. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm Warren Buffett. You know, there is oh, Warren Buffett. Buffett as well. All right. We're, um, and we're okay. Podcast is over. <laughs> um, it was, you know, it was, we grew up in a fairly small town, but it was very idyllic and Midwestern and Friday Night Lights and we were safe and, uh, you know, we all went to the same school from, you know, elementary school on really. So you knew all the kids all the way up to graduation. I mean, there's certainly, you know, we were longing for things that we couldn't get there. We were, you know, becoming obsessed with this music and really, you know, yearning for the sunset strip in Los Angeles and some excitement like that. Um, but you know, overall it was actually a really great childhood. So I, and that, and I, and I think that's, that's just it, right. Is MTV brought that out, right. Yeah. Where you just seeing all this, all this 
happening. And it was great because cable was able to connect, you know, people that aren't, you know, near some of these other LA or New York or et cetera. So, um, yeah, I, and then obviously, so you talk about what, I guess who was there, did you have like this older family member, cousin, brother, sister that kind of got you into rock or, or yeah, how did, how did, I mean, we, we're both, uh, you know, I'm the oldest child. Tina has an older brother, but we certainly came up with (laughs) this lifestyle ourselves. Um, you know, it was just, we just really in the summer, I think it was the summer of 1987. We really just got obsessed with this music. And of course, 1987, if you know anything about that era, that was really a culmination. It was a good year. There was a lot of, um, you know, album activity, bands coming up uh, in that particular year that made it uh, so that this music was absolutely everywhere. And Tina and I just became obsessed with it almost immediately. Um, but I think, too, the fact that we grew up in the Midwest is probably also a reason why we became so obsessed and why we became such huge fans. I mean, the Midwest in general is, uh, you know, it's just one of the highest concentrations of really small towns that you can find in this country. And um, when you're in a small town, I mean, you are in some ways looking for escape. You're looking for cultures and places that are foreign and ideas and lifestyles that are totally different from what you're living. And so while we, while we did have a really idyllic childhood, I think we also became obsessed with the music because, uh, you know, not that there was nothing else to do, but you're in a small town. I mean, your opportunities for this sort of thing are very limited. And so we did watch MTV all the time. I mean, Tina and I would spend hours watching MTV and, and re 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 repeating like every video that we loved and recording them and rewinding them. So, um, we, we just absolutely fell in love with this music and it really never went away. And, and listening to even the, the most, the, the recent episode here you did with guns and roses, the, the anniversary of the appetite for destruction, which said, right, that was by far one of the biggest albums released mm. maybe even mm-hmm. in that decade. Right. Cause that, to, to your point, that transitioned. There was a transition of, gr- yeah, they all had early on hair tees and so forth. But there was that transition to the, a little bit more harder edge, grungy, and then of course, grunge then came, you know, you know right afterwards. Um, but talking about, you know, very descriptive. Again, if anyone those you know that are listening to this this podcast are re- remnants of the '80s and early '90s. Hard rock, hair metal. Yes, I'm not, and I'm definitely not busting out pictures of me with long hair. So I'm definitely not putting myself out there. So, um, wait, did you have long hair? I did have long hair. Yes. Wow. Well, you have to post pictures of yourself with long hair. Uh, it's definitely one of those. What What we're gonna go? What I already teased teased you on. What we're gonna do here in a little bit is definitely gonna be one of those. I think I would fall under the the. the probably, I feel like it probably looked better older than I did when I was younger. Look, we're all self conscious then. So. <laughs> but yes, I did have long hair and uh, I grew up in, like I said, in uh, New Jersey and uh, in Sayreville, uh, a couple streets uh, over. What? You grew up in Sayreville? Yes, I did. You yeah. left that part out. <laughs> oh, I, I, thought I, I, I thought I shared in a couple text messages back and forth or messages. Oh, so, forth. so yeah. So I didn't realize we were talking about Sayreville. I mean, that's uh, the epicenter mm, of so, 80s metal. So head. Oh, I think you did say that, by the way. Yes, that you grew up close to. Did you grow up close to like somebody's house or somebody's drummer or something? Or what was your story? Remind us. Okay, so 
So I know it's not my it's not my podcast. So I'm taking your airtime. So, but I mean, I'm not. Yeah, it is my podcast. But I'm it saying you're the it, it is you're the guest. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear your story. Right? Is yeah. So I grew up in Saraville. Uh, I live a few streets over from John Bon Jovi's original house. Uh, behind us was uh, Dave Sabo's mom's house, or he where he he lived. Um, I was there the day MTV came and did the whole big. They gave John Bon Jovi's house away. Uh, that was right. crazy. Oh my God, the, I remember the, that. The, the mob, you know, that whole scene over there. Um, and in a group, you know, his, his younger brother, Matt, you know, and, uh, you know, friends with him growing up because he, we were close, we were more closer in age. I remember, here's a story. I remember this one. It's kind of crazy, right? So, is, so Matt had called me, must have been towards the end of the year, Christmas, December, or Thanksgiving. He's like, hey, you want to play some street football and two touch foot, whatever we called it. I said, yeah, sure. And he goes, oh, yeah, my brother's home. I said, let's you know, play football. I said, okay. So I come up over his house. So it's like me and him and John is the quarterback. John's playing football <laughs> with John Bon Jovi, right? And oh, that's a great story. And while we're sitting there and then who rolls up in a motorcycle? And this is one of those, you know, you're not taking in when you're this age. Of course, you look back, you're like, it's kind of, this was actually a pretty cool moment. So we're at the street. Guy rolls up in a motorcycle. It's Alex so such. He's on the oh, motorcycle, wow. you know. So I'm like, all right, two fifths of Bon Jovi is here, right? You know. So, um, man, I wish I got to play football with John Bon Jovi. <laughs> That's a great story. So, you would be terrible at that. It would yeah, be I know, awkward. But, yeah. It, it. She probably wouldn't mind. It would be more. It definitely wouldn't be like. It'd probably be two hand touch and more, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> football for oh sure. no 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 he's a married man he's a married oh, man true. everyone yeah, yeah. let's keep it clean oh yeah that's true <laughs> high school sweetheart right dorothea so right. uh yeah so no i i grew up and same thing was uh I, for me i did have a little again a little bit more exposure being in the northeast and and uh had some older cousins and i did have the long hair and uh go through all those things headbangers ball and mtv oh, yeah. and uh things like even Friday night video fights. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Call, calling in and uh, it always seemed to be Def Leppard versus I don't know, <laughs> Quiet Riot or something. Like yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. Friday night videos was a big deal because, you know, not everybody back in the day had cable. So not everybody had MTV. Yeah. Tina and I were both fortunate enough to have MTV. But even before, you know, it feels like even before MTV, it probably wasn't. It was after MTV. But like even in like 1984, 1985, 1986, I remember watching Friday night videos. Like that's what you did was you sat around on Friday nights and watched Friday night videos. And it was it was all of that music. Right. It, so, yeah, so that that was kind of my my point, uh, you know, frame point reference there and going through and, 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 and hard rock and, you know, and I've always kind of evolved a little bit, but always is still in that sweet spot area that, again, I I heard some stat and it could be probably fake news, but it was like, I think when you reach a certain age and I don't know now, now I think maybe it is fake news. Cause I think what comes to mind is 27. There's some age where they say that you've kind of stopped. You've, you've created your, your capsule on your music that you're listening to mm. typically. Right. 
It's, it's probably very true. And, you know, I book shows for a living. It's what I do. I've been managing venues and booking venues for about 17 years. And it's a challenge for me sometimes to like go out and research some of these bands that I book or that we're bringing into our venues. It's like, oh, I don't want to watch these new bands. <laughs> like, I just want to sit around and watch like my, my favorites. And so you're probably right about that. I think you do kind of form your opinions and that's kind of where they, where they stay. Right. So, um, so the podcast so how do you guys come up with your ideas and, and your show topics and discussions? You do have some guests on, and I, th- that was awesome listening to, you know, the Bullet Boys episode there was, that was definitely, and I think I messaged you, I said, that was bringing me definitely some memories back to listening to the Bullet Boys. And, mm-hmm. and I, and I, if I rem- remember quote, somebody said like, they could be that they could be like the next Van Halen, um, just the way that, you know, they had a, the right tone and sound and, you know, and again, yeah, it makes a difference. If the singer is still around, it is really the band. And we, I, I, we all know that. I, even as a drummer, it's, look, the drum, everyone else can be replaced. You know, ask David Lee Roth, right? Yeah. So. Well, we, uh, you know, we have, we have an ongoing running list of topics that Tina and I add to. Tina actually adds a ton of more topics than I even do, but we, we just kind of have like a running list. And whenever we come up with an idea or come up with something, we throw it onto the list. And so it's just an ongoing, and we just never run out of ideas. That's how obsessed we are with this music. Like we could probably go for another five, six years and never run out of topics, but, uh, you know, that's kind of how we come up with ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, you can say yeah, sorry. So, yeah, it's um, we've got a Google sheet, honestly, and uh, we just kind of dump everything there. We've got some recurring themes in our topics. We um, we like to do countdown lists, you know, best, you know, favorite vocalists and, and best guitarists and things like that. Um, we also have a, a book club, the Band of Books uh, book club. So we read books in the genre and then we go Facebook live and talk about it. Um, obviously we've started to get some guests. We've had some great ones, bullet boys. You mentioned, uh, Tracy guns, Ricky Rackman. We've done some stuff with the ladies of Vixen. Um, we've got, uh, we've got an, another guest coming up soon. So we don't want to spoil that, uh, in case it, we jinx it. Um, uh, but yeah, so it's, and, and sometimes the topics are super silly and crazy. I throw stuff out and then I, I say, we're going to record this one. And Erica hates me, but we get through it and fine <laughs> yeah we did one i think i think my favorite, my favorite one so far was you know what i'm gonna say 80s yeah. metal in the weather and uh i'm like i don't even really know where to start but we came up with 30 minutes worth of content about 80s metal in the weather so really it, maybe that should be the game like you just give us a topic and we'll just talk about it it's like the improv of podcasting i i, I like that idea because it definitely i, I mean I, no you, you 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 joke but that could be a really, I mean, it's not like, like we talked earlier, it's not, not like we don't have enough other stuff going on outside of our podcast <laughs> to do more stuff and more stuff, and more stuff. But this might be something to think about is a, uh, is for somebody throw and do live, do a live stream. Yeah. And, oh, we would love to. Yeah. We would love and to. So, uh, yeah. And, and that's, that's great. I always, I was like, I went into this very much solo, totally solo. I've had a couple folks come on as co-host and you know some done some talk i actually i had an episode if you go back and listen to was uh a high school friend of mine that uh both had long hair and you know again we're like okay what 
what really is the what really defines what a dirt bag is somebody you know <laughs> i'm like i'm not even even like you know i wore i had glasses you know i was like i'm not even a nerd i was like i'm not even all that i'm a c student probably at best you know it's like so where am i stuck in between? i didn't smoke i didn't I'm like i don't know anyway so yeah we did an episode where uh craig and i did our top 10 we did five and five what was like where are they now you know we split a list of drummers and said where are they now here's this guy and what is he doing tommy lee he's Mm-hmm. did a video with everybody really knows about who he is now and you know so or whatever yeah but, yeah so. that's that's great so that yeah so they was so i don't have yeah so that's always like man i, I wish i had a little bit more of a, a co-host or you know, kind of anything a lot of it is to helping with the ideas and production of the show which is which is huge so, mm-hmm. so. well tina and i i mean like I said, a lot of this podcast just comes naturally for us. And that was how the podcast really started. I remember, I will never forget the first time we recorded, we were in a studio in Los Angeles and um, she and I were sitting across the table from each other and we had like our notes in front of us. And the guy at the studio was like doing the countdown. He's basically like pointing to us like you're live. And we were just like looking at each other like deer in headlights. And then from that moment on, we never stop talking. So we just have like, because we're friends and have been friends for 40 years at this point, uh, we just talk, you know? And I think that comes across too in the podcast is we just have a really easy way of talking with each other and we flow really easily. Like she can tell when I'm done and then she'll pick up. I mean, we just flow really easily and it's because we have such a long, uh, lifelong friendship. So it's been, it's been fun. And, and some of these are conversations we've been having for 30 years, like the same. Yeah, mm-hmm. they really our, are. Yeah, our, our favorite singers or who we really liked or, you know, that crazy moment when that thing happened or whatever. We've talked about these things all the time. So <laughs> for us, those are the more natural episodes where it's just Eric and I. Um, and even more so when she can be in town, when we can be together. Um, it's even better chemistry because uh, we don't step over each other. And then, you know, yeah. technology cuts people out. The audio cuts out, things like that. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of our preference. But, you know, geography and life and all that stuff. And uh, and then certainly we don't want to turn down the opportunity to have guests on. So, um, you know, but yeah, I think at the core, this is really about Erica and I and our friendship and our perspective on 80s metal, because as she mentioned earlier, the narrative is is very male driven out there and we have stuff to say about it yeah and and that is so so yeah in, in i guess in, and i'll ask i'll save this question for a little bit later because is you know, going to a lot of shows and you know putting up with you know things have changed right in cultural and the way people should be treating women and you know and especially being a very you know male dominant show or uh yeah there's a reason why you know you try to bars or try to drink women drink free right because i mean it attracts the guys but then you got the guys and it's like you know two girls in a bar and you know 10 guys and it's you know it's uh, a <laughs> cave, caveman kind of shit <laughs> yeah so oh, um that's hilarious so yes i mean so what's uh so continuing on um like like the future it uh, it, you guys are just having fun and, 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 and it's great. And it's not like you, you, you guys don't have like any, like, Hey, here, when we get to this point or something or, or just runs its course or just as long as you guys keep vibing and doing your ideas. Right. 
Well, you know, we actually do have some big plans. Uh, you know, she and I have always gone into this with the idea that we wanted it to become something. We didn't just want to do it, uh, you know, in our bedrooms for fun forever. Um, and so we have ideas. Uh, she and I both kind of work in the industry. She's more like the film industry um, out in Los Angeles. I am in the music industry and have been for a while. And um, and so we have a lot of contacts. And so when we went into this, you know, this sort of rolled into what we do professionally as well uh, as, as part of our day jobs. And so we, you know, we have a lot of ideas for the podcast, uh, several that we're working on. We've just wrapped up our first year. So year two, I think looks like it's going to be um, pretty exciting, but, you know, we'll have like monthly meetings and we look at it as like a business. We take it seriously. We research, you know, before our episodes and we, we, go into it with like more of like a business mindset than maybe other podcasters do. Um, like you said, I think there are probably two different kinds, those that really look at it as a hobby and they're doing it for fun and that's great. And then there are others that want it to turn into something else or something more. And so that's kind of where Tina and I are at. And I think now that the first year is under our belts, we've got some um, good experience and, and kind of know how the whole thing works. And we have a better rapport even on air with each other. Um, and so we're, we're excited about what's to come. We have some things. We have some things planned. We have some ideas. Cool. So, did you uh, did you book the uh, Bullet Boys Nebraska then? Not yet. Although they are playing at the Iowa State Fair, which they reminded me in their interviews. So they are playing at the Iowa State Fair on August fourteenth. I may try to get okay. over to Des Moines and see them, but they're not in Nebraska yet. Okay. One of these days. Okay. One of these days. Now, I, I there's another another uh, YouTube rum review show uh just drinking and they're based out of iowa so i'm gonna have to let them know so yeah so yeah so i'll say hey there's somebody like coming here yes i can't remember (laughs) exactly where in iowa but um no that it i think that's great is that if uh you know as as we both uh, we've talked about was joining in the buzzspout community on facebook and share people sharing ideas and thoughts is that some approach the, like you said, podcast a little differently and treat it as fun or a business or some that probably have got a really good idea, but may not know how to kind of do the right maneuvers to take it to something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, or obviously people do podcasts because their topic is based on what they're experts in or experiences. Right. So, mm-hmm. so that's really great to be able to leverage, you know, you know, the, the Rolodex. Oh, geez. Did I just ate, aged myself there, right? Rolodex. The yes. Rolodex. <laughs> we knew what yes. you meant. We knew yeah, what you meant. Okay. We did know Thank what you, you mean. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we're no, no, no ageisms going on here, right? So. No. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I, I, like I said, I love it. I, I just love it. It's, 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 you know, in for my, my drive to work and, and even for me is when I was doing the pod, I wasn't, I wasn't, and I've talked about this probably, people get sick hearing me talk about it, but you know, I didn't really know or get really into podcasts until like I had this idea popped in there. And again, it was this, this concept. And my, my trouble is my drive to work is like 15 minutes. So mm. I can't even get through my own show to re-listen to it after I've done ed- editing and so forth. But, uh, but I love, yeah, you know, when you, when you got the 30 minutes or I keep finishing listening to, like I said, the, the GNR episode there was just keep listening through it. Cause again, talking about your prom dress was, uh, inspired by, so yeah, I, I listen. I listen. Based on Stephanie yeah. Seymour's yeah. dress in November rain. Yes, you did listen. Yes, yes. <laughs> so you get a little, tri- you get a little, little nuggets there for the trivia questions there. To, yes, to leave people to the next episode. 
or uh, yeah, or maybe that's something, right? You leave your little trivia, then force them to go over to post the answer over on Facebook, or that's so, right, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, definitely. Uh, do you get do you get a lot of people reaching out to you when uh, through the podcast over on social media or emails? You know, because I know you give a shout out at the end there. Yeah, we do. We have um, we have like a core group of fans that are really actively engaged with us that we chat with that we've even you know met in person. Um, Erica's you know met met some folks. Um, yeah, it's good. People are, you know, in this, in this world, if they're interested and they like what we're doing, they, they, they engage quite a bit. It's nice. Cool. I definitely have to have you guys back on the half an hour, the happy hour that I do on Thursday nights. I do actually a live thing because oh, okay. I've been always dying when I started out was wanting to be live. It's, you know, cause you got chat, you got people viewing, you can kind oh, of feed sure. off them and all that. And then again, being by myself, I don't have really a producer. I don't, you know, it is the technology is like I said, it's the the beast that's going to get you. And I said, I, I, I stress out then more over when things don't go right. Cause now mm-hmm. you're trying to be consistent with uh, publishing. So I said, you know, I'm just going to stay, stay the course and just tape and then put it out there and, and so forth. But then Thursdays came or used to be on Fridays, but, the live thing came around where it's like, Hey, I just want to use it as a vehicle because I still want to perform, you know, and, uh, talk about what's coming up. It's a way to promote the podcast. What's coming up. What's what we did this week. Just so it kind of ties people if they hadn't had a chance and it's kind of grown a life of its own. It's, uh, and, uh, we have a, have a real good time. The chat kind of starts, they do their thing and, uh, we've got a couple of fun segments and uh, so definitely, uh, yeah, if you're, if you guys are interested, we'll uh, definitely can't this week. I'm going out of town for podcast stuff, but uh, definitely yeah, for the future. So, yeah, absolutely. We're always up for a happy hour. That That's sounds fun. great. All right. So, so you guys said you're always up for something, right? So let's did uh, say that. Yeah. So, all right. So here we go. So, so this was, uh, again, you know, you're reminiscing a lot about the, you know, the eighties and this is a drums podcast and i guess you know it's we gotta at least have some drum reference i am drinking some rum here tides rum and uh they're uh, based out of oregon and uh so we are going to do a rum podcast here so all right so we've got this thing <laughs> that we came up with i love how it creeps over yeah, <laughs> yeah it's creep it's it's a creeper right <laughs> all right so here we go so this is the Tinder version of 80s Drummers Edition. Are you swiping? All right, so it's you don't have to answer this question. Have you ever used Tinder? I have never used Tinder. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I've used other, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, yeah, I've yeah. used other online dating apps, but I've right. never used Tinder. But right. what is it? Is it swipe right if you like someone or what is it? Yeah. Swipe right? Okay. All right, Erica, you're not trying to out me out because I am married. So you're not trying to out me out that if I know know what is different, right? No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, ooh, no. Please no, don't I Google. disclose that on this podcast. No, I, I, well, that's what I Google, right? That's like, you know, I tell <laughs> yeah. people that I. Swipe I, right. Yeah. Like, well, oh, it's kind of a cultural norm now. Like, yeah. Swipe right is like a term that everyone uses. I just right. wanted to make sure I was clear since yeah. I've never used this yeah. app. But okay. okay. Swipe right. right. Yeah. So if you're, if you are, maybe I have it backwards then, obviously. So yeah, I think it's swipe left. Swipe left is no, and swipe right is yes. Right. I think so that's on the graphic, you have red for no, green yes. for yes. Yeah. So are you swiping left? No. Are you swiping right? Yes. Okay. 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 All right. Let's see how it goes. So first up here is, again, these are all drummers from the 80s. Okay. First up, 
if we can advance the slide, please. You know, uh, drum roll. Yeah, drum. drum roll. Yeah, drum roll. I'm. Um, yeah, it should be that. Wah wah wah. <laughs> Do you have that sound effect? <laughs> oh, here it comes. Oh, maybe not. Uh, technology. I don't know. There. Oh, that was almost that was almost prices right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, come on down. All right, let's see. All right, we're going. Okay, I have to go. Uh, maybe that's what it was. I had to go interactive mode. Okay, first up is Tommy Lee. Oh, right. That's a swipe right. Swipe right. No question. Swipe yeah. right. All right, swiping right. I mean, yes. you 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 you're, you're wanting Tommy. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. All right. So here's what you've got here in nineteen in twenty twenty two is Tommy Lee. Yeah. He is now 59 years old. And for those who don't know, he is the drummer for Motley Crue. He actually met his current wife on the dating app, Rhea, in 2017. Really? Now so. that's a tip. That's a, that's a, that's a little tidbit I did not know. Interesting. So it was on, it was on, I Googled it. So of course it was probably true. Of course so, it's uh, true. Yeah. And then recently, yeah, he all, I, that was an interesting about him about breaking his ribs, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's totally bizarre. I said it better be a good story because it's Motley Crue, right? It can't be like you tripped over your Roomba and fell right, down the no. stairs, right? Fell down the stairs because yeah. you're old or something. <laughs> no, can't be yeah. that. <laughs> so, yep. So, all right. So there's Tommy Lee. Okay. So some of these are, uh, you know, some of the, the folks that you've talked on the on your podcast. Mm -hmm. Okay. Next up is we talked a little bit about this band, Rob Fuso. Okay. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. So I'm going to swipe right because I've looked at photos of Rob Fuso lately and he seems quite nice. He seems like I would, I would, I would date that. I'm going to do I'm, a swipe right. I agree. I'm also swiping right on oh, Rob. All right. So you're swiping right. And here's what you've got here for Rob Fuso in 2022. Yeah. So Rob is also 50. This is where they start looking at the ages. I'm like, okay, I guess most of these rock, these bands were okay. 10 years or so older. Yeah, they were, than, they uh, were. They were older than us. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So there he is with Sebastian Bach. I, I know. Sorry, Sebastian. I knew you were very pretty back in the day, but <laughs> time has not done you well. Still, yes. Aww. And I know you guys talked a lot about the Skid Row and I talked about, and this is where it's, it, it is hard to kind of, and it's a, I, I'm guilty of even saying this and maybe I'll lose my opportunity to even getting anybody on that podcast, but <laughs> is, you know, it is hard to kind of get back into some of the, newer stuff right and hey but they're mm -hmm. they're grinding it you know you know snake and bolin and scotty you know and, and a lot of the changes that you guys had talked about recently on the and that well, we've talked about skid row recently because i'm actually obsessed with their new lead singer nobody will ever place about replace sebastian let's just be clear but their new lead singer eric gronwald is a force i love that dude so um i'm looking for a skid row date so i can see him perform live yeah. but yes you're correct in most cases it's really tough when the lead singer goes it makes it hard to get back yeah. into the band in the same way so skid row is probably the only exception i can think of off the top of my head definitely and their new that new song is really it's a that's a banger yeah, yeah. so it's definitely good and i did read something somewhere that it, maybe this is our version of the bell bottoms, you know, for our age. But you know, it's like said that you know, heavy metal is starting to make a comeback. You know, so oh, yeah. I don't know. Yep. I, it that is unfortunate. We'll t I'll ask you what your thoughts about a lot of these shows. Uh, you know, whether bands still have it, and you know, is it worth seeing? Mm -hmm. it? And it's it's a it's a it's a tough one. All right. So next mm -hmm. up here, we've got the drummer for Poison, Ricky oh. Rocket. Oh, Look yeah. at that hair. Yeah. Swipe right. Swipe right. Swipe All right. right. 
So here's what you got in in 2022. Ricky Rocket is now 60 years old. So there, I guess he's he's got still pretty good. Good. I think hair. he looks great. By the way, I it's, think Ricky Rocket looks great. It looks a so, little bit like Travis uh, Travis Tritt there, actually. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> Travis Tritt. <laughs> All right. Next up is Laz Elias. There's another oh. good looking. Oh, Tina and I love this dude. That's a swipe yeah. right for sure. Swipe <laughs> right. Yeah. We actually did a whole episode on rockers that are aging well, and he was like one of our top picks. Honestly. Oh, okay. He was an award winner. He was yeah. an award winner. Yeah. All right. So there he is. There. Most recent, I guess fairly recent. 50, he's 54. And what was kind of cool was I know he was in, he was like a lot of musicians was in, and I still watch it all the time. Damn, I can't get sucked into stupid Marky Mark video movie, uh, Rockstar, right? Rockstar. Yeah, I mean, it's again, it's a great soundtrack, and you know, a lot of it, the rock stars that are in it. And, he, and he, again, he was, and he was in that, right? Um, but Blas was also in the Blue Man Group too in Vegas. Yeah, so, really? Yeah. No, I did not know that. Yeah, that's amazing. So he's. So a- I have a friend that was just at a Slaughter concert last night, by the way. And he was not performing with Slaughter, which I did not realize that he was not performing with Slaughter currently. Mm. I thought he was still in the band. So now, Tina, we're going to have to do some research to see what's okay. going on here because I, I thought he was still with the band, but um, he was not in Kearney, Nebraska last night. That's all I can okay. tell you. Okay. He made, a, he made a wrong turn in Albuquerque, I think. I guess. <laughs> I guess. All right. So next up is Fred Curry, of course. <sighs> I love him. Again, this hair, right? This is yes. This is why we have global warming, folks, because of all this tease and Aquanet. And and Cinderella in particular contributed a great amount of chlorofluorocarbons to the to the mm-hmm. atmosphere. Yes, they sure did. So I guess we're swiping. We're swiping right. I love Fred Corey. Yeah, yeah, he's great. And I think, like from all reports, I am not a personal f- friend of Fred's, but from all reports, he actually is a really fun guy, really nice guy. I think that's kind of a common theme among most of the members of the band Cinderella, but no, he's a swipe right. All right. So, so he's, so he's 54 and not bad. He he cleans up nice thing there. looks great. It looks like Donnie Osmond. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it. Yeah. All right. So, So next up is again, he started when he was really young. So, um, this photo hopefully isn't like age appropriate where, you know, cause he did start in a band young. So you might know who I'm talking about, but all right. So this was back in the day, Rick Allen. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I'll swipe right on Rick. Yeah. I'll Rick. swipe right on Rick too. Now I'll have to say, let me just, let me just preface this by saying that he was never one that I obsessed over as a kid. But I think he's a super cool dude. And I think after everything he's been through and just his perseverance and the way he still is performing at the top of his game and, you know, losing an arm. I mean, that's amazing for a drummer to lose an arm and still be at the top of his game the way he is touring stadiums. So I'm, yeah, he's a swipe right. And that's, a, that's a, you know, I, I think a lot of people may not, they really, they know that Rick Allen came back and they put a lot of effort. And I think that really goes to, you talk about bands that, nowadays can throw anybody aside but they really could have just they could have really said hey sorry but that is really goes back to how bands were as they grew up they you know they were like brother you know that essentially but they didn't give up on them which mm-hmm. unfortunately today i don't think happens very often so all right so you are swiping right even though knowing that yes he, that picture does show too and now it's just he's um, who needs a picture 
needs two arms, really. He's fine. But the other thing too about that is I think because of the modified drum kit after that accident, he really helped develop the sound from Def Leppard moving forward. It's like, it's, it's, it's a very, very distinct sound. And, right. you know, you said earlier, I ah, can kind of replace other people, but you can't replace Rick Allen now at yeah. this point. They, no. they didn't do it back then. And I, he's really cool on social media. I follow mm, him. Yeah, he is. He's just super active and he's always really excited about what he does. And that's, that's really attractive to us too, that so many of these musicians are still really, really excited about what they're doing. And it's not about the money and the prestige and the luxury. It's really about the fans and the shows um, and he's one of those people. I'm super swipe right. Yeah. And, and that that's a bit. And again, th- those exact reasons, Tina, is why they are still around and, and, and why mm-hmm. they're even putting out original music. They could just tour and just be like every, you know, every other band that might be out. They're not putting out new stuff. And, yeah. you know, and, and they really they really feel believe in their new materials so much. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. They're I think their new single kick. kick? It's called kick. I liked it. I think so. They're amazing live. They're an amazing live band. Tina and I are going to the stadium tour in Los Angeles at the end of August. So um, Def Leppard is definitely, they might be the band I'm most looking forward to seeing, uh, even though I'm a massive Motley Crue fan, but I, I'm very excited to see Def Leppard. They always have such a tight show. Who are they, who are they, to, who is that show with? So it's, it's a big stadium tour. It's Motley Crue, Poison, Def Leppard, and Joan Jett. It's, it was postponed for, Two years. years. Yeah, two years. Okay. So. Maybe that's what I was mixing up was because for some reason I was thinking in there was Guns N' Roses in that stadium tour. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, because they just played they Miami. The Miami show was the second show. And because I think Atlanta, that's when it, they announced that he Tommy had broke his ribs. Yes. Somebody came right. out and they said, I, I guess I didn't know that Tommy was, Tommy performed at least a song yeah. in Miami. And I'm mm-hmm. sure it was probably very contractual that he had to still at least, you know, be there rather than just letting, uh, I forgot who's uh, the guy from uh, Ozzy's band. Uh, but anyway, so, but I've heard a lot of people say, God, that was a long show being in an outside arena in Miami in, in the summer. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So, yep. up, so up next is you guys talked a lot about again. It was just referenced this past your past episode. There was the Guns and Roses there. So Steven Adler. So, I I would still swipe right on that. I would too. I think because he's got it. He's I think he's pulled his act together, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, um, yeah. I'm gonna. Yeah. I, I, the, I have mad respect. Okay. I think that's the thing, you know, Tina and I, what we consider attractive now is probably so much different than it was uh, 30 years ago. Um, but we always talk about this on the podcast that we really like the guys that have gotten their shit together. That's like exciting for yeah. us. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and I think he's an example of somebody that's been through a lot of hard times and he's, he's pulled it together. And so he's a swipe, right? Yep. Because he's kind of gotten his shit together. Yeah. And like I mentioned, his book, the book was just like, I, just, uh, anything around that band and everyone in on the own in that band, it was and especially him, uh, crazy and the drug. Yeah, uh, it just was like wow, you know. And it's unfortunate yeah. some of the things they grew up, their own upbringing. That, yeah, you know. So right, uh, but yeah. So he was a. He's. It's good that and he also got recognized with the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame stuff. Mm, right. Yes. I wish he was still on tour with the band, actually, but it's not yeah. to be. It, who's, to be. Uh, do you know who's who's touring with Guns N' Roses? Is it still Matt Storm? <clears throat> no, I, I, don't, believe... I actually don't know the lineup. Okay. I 
yeah, I don't want to say because I'm not exactly sure who their drummer is currently. I don't think it's Matt Sorum, to be honest. I think it's somebody else, but um, obviously they've got Axel and Duff and Slash and then Izzy and Steven have been replaced by other people. Yeah. So Gilby's still, Gilby's still, Gilby's still with them, right? Or who's, uh, um, who's playing rhythm? Gosh. Sorry. I didn't mean to put you on I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right. I don't. I don't think he is. Right, to be this, honest with you, this is this is where we're, when we're doing our live show, this would be like great phone a friend, right? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna yeah. have to phone a friend on this Say, one. Hold on, call calling in, caller. Oh, hey, it's actually Izzy. Right. <laughs> that would be cool. It's yeah, not yeah, Izzy. Right, yeah. I do know yeah, that okay. much. It is not Izzy. <laughs> oh, remember the, the the big fight? Was it with somebody? Axel was ready to beat somebody up because somebody, you know, was giving Izzy shit. Remember, remember all that back in the MTV days, where it was it? The mm-hmm. battle, the fight, and what was it? Oh, I feel I like they were yeah. all always fighting. It was just like a beatdown every yeah. day. It was so weird. Somebody, somebody pissed somebody off, and yeah, yeah. So, all right, and then we're gonna wrap it up here, as we just mentioned there. Obviously, with my tie into the New Jersey is T- Tico Torres. Oh he's, yeah. So he's a swipe right. Yeah. For me. yeah. So we love Tico. So yeah, I didn't know you know how I guess how much older Tico was, but. I was, like, I I was look- gonna say he's he's older, so I yeah. don't know what his exact age is, but he's probably what late sixties at this point. Yeah, sixty eight. Okay, I guess you're not gonna get to see that one. So, <laughs> anyway, yeah, he is uh, the pitcher, but yeah, he's, it said it was sixty eight, but and I think he actually does have a house down here in Palm Beach County. So, hmm. uh, but I have not stumbled across him yet. Uh, but yeah, Tico, come on on, man, fellow New Jersey, <laughs> come on, man. Sure. Yeah, love to get some of these eighties drummers on the show but uh absolutely so when you guys were growing up this is something that uh like i said i mentioned my high school friend craig uh cohen and i would we'd, we're when we were supposed to be learning about science uh and we'd be sitting in the back of the classroom there we're talking about what was what was if you're building a band who would be the, your ultimate band so if you were able to take a singer guitar play drummer whatever me who would be you know who would be that uh who would that be for you have you ever talked? Well, you know, you we talked just about it? we just talked about this because we had an episode that we haven't aired yet. That's all about listener cute questions. So it was a Q and A from listeners, and we had a listener that asked that question: If you could build your perfect band, who would it be? I'm trying to remember what my answer was because I remember I picked Kelly Nichols for the lead singer because I love, or not Kelly Nichols, Kelly uh, Hansen. Yeah. Kelly Hansen for the lead singer. Cause I love Kelly Hansen. Um, I think I picked Nuno Betancourt for the guitar player, um, the bass player. I can't remember who I went with, but I know for sure. Duff? What's that? Maybe Duff. I don't think it was Duff, but I know for sure. Oh, Kip. It was the... Kip Winger. Oh yeah. Oh, Kip, Winger. Yeah. Kip Winger. And then I know for sure the drummer was Ricky Rocket. He's hey, one on. of my favorites. She's only so... 17. <laughs> yeah. You're not getting away with that song anymore these days, no. right? <laughs> No, that doesn't no. play well. Yeah, um, I can't remember. We we sort of answered these in the moment, so it may have changed. But I I think I busted out because they were also saying alive or dead. Mm. Um, and I think I busted out Janie Lane on vocals. Mm-hmm, you did. Um, Vito Brada on guitar. Uh, I don't know. What did I do? Um, I think you said Duff actually for bass Duff player. On, yeah. Duff on bass probably. I, I, and then, I, I love uh, you guys are throwing names out there that most people, unless you were re- are really into the you know eighties and metal and hair metal and that that wouldn't know these names. So <laughs> there might be some people listening like Nuno. What kind of name is that? 
Hey, Tito. Tina, by the way, I know yeah. who your drummer was. Who was it? Johnny D from Britney Fox. Oh, right. It was Johnny D of Britney Fox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. He's one of our favorites as well. We have a whole Britney Fox story. Uh, so if you listen to one of our podcast episodes that's specifically about contests, you'll hear the whole Britney Fox story. But we have a, a affinity for Britney Fox for sure. Very cool. All right, so so that wasn't the the worst of it. So now comes the worst. But Tina, you were worried before the podcast. Now here comes the worst of it, right? So you're gonna get you're gonna get the full the full treatment like every other guest that I have on there, and it's it's part of what we call of our in four beats or less. Okay, so this is it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so I know you 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 any do any of you play actually an instrument? No, not um. Nah, we started playing instruments. <laughs> we we, we both started playing guitar. Okay. We just never really finished. I never good. Piano. Yeah, but I yeah. played the clarinet in a middle school band. Yeah, okay. You did. Okay. So, all right. So, in four beats or less, first question is, who's your? Again, we were just talking about it, but so, who's your favorite drummer? Then, right? So, you just mentioned Britney Fox, right? You know. So, and I think Erica, you. Answered the you answered the questionnaire right? Yeah, I I did, but I can't remember who I put. Tina, I think you put Tommy. I think you did. Yeah, I yeah. yeah, yeah. I think both of us. I think for both of us, our favorite drummer is Tommy Lee. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So in four beats or less, number two, who's the one musician you want to eat meet? Oh God. Uh, Sebastian Bach. Did I make the four beats? Probably not. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Richie Sambora. Okay. All right. Nice. Tina's yeah. met Richie. I have not. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you know, my favorite person in the universe is Nikki Six, and I have met him, so I couldn't choose him again. I'm right. going to go with Richie. Okay. Yeah, and I think there's a sense of. So don't worry, Tina. There's a lot of drummers that that say the same thing about it. it's not for four beats. You know, because they ask what is the tempo? Because if yeah, again, it could right. be four beats at a very slow tempo. So I'll give you slow, a very slow. Okay. This is slow, a slow tempo. Yeah, slow four tempo beat kind yeah. of show. Yeah, this, I'm gonna give you ballads. the temp. <laughs> <laughs> we're, okay, we're on the ballads episode. Oh my god, you said it before, <laughs> man. I'm starting to think we're starting to man. I, I'm, uh, I think. I see what you guys are talking about now. It's all, uh, yeah. it's all, yeah. all right. So number three, four beats or less. And I know you just really recently just kind of talked about a little bit there, there, which deceased musician would you want to be on the podcast? If you broke out the Ouija board. Jane hey, Lane. Jane Lane. Okay. I'll go with that. I can't. Well, okay. Yeah, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. We had a whole episode. We had a whole episode about, I know I was going to say Jeff Labar from Cinderella. We had a whole episode actually about uh, musicians that we lost too, too soon, but I'll, I'll, I I am a big Janie Lane fan. I'll go with Janie. Yeah. It's, and it's a, it's a real shame about him. You know, I know Mm -hmm. again, a lot of the excess of the eighties and just getting caught up with stuff. And, uh, and I know he hated the fact that what made them so much money was basically a, song for strip clubs and uh <laughs> you know um but i don't know yeah if you have a hard time accepting some of those things you like actors right they they've pigeonholed into one area but yeah mm-hmm, i seen yeah. i saw them 
91 with opening for Poison. And I think, yeah, I think Trickster. We probably saw that tour too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we saw that tour. Oh, too, and Trickster. Yeah. yeah, and Trickster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we were there. Oh my God. Give it to me good. Mm-hmm. All right. Last one. Here we go. <laughs> and I think they were also somewhere in the Northeast too. But anyway. All right. So last one here is. And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pause the the beat here because I think it's gonna take you a little bit here because I want to hear a real good answer on this here. Okay. In four beats or more. <laughs> <laughs> what's your worst concert experience? Um, I, I have two. I have at least one that I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um. I, well, Erica, why don't you why don't you do one? And then well, I'll neither one. one of these have to do with '80s metal, though. I will preface it by saying that um, I've never had a bad '80s metal concert experience, just because I love those bands. So anything they do is fine by me. But um, Tool, I did not enjoy. Uh, James oh. Maynard, the lead singer, I think faced the back of the stage the entire show. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't get what's happening here. I don't understand. Um, so I wasn't a fan of the tool show. I saw them, I think at Lollapalooza several years ago. And then the other one is Maroon 5. Um, I saw them and I'm like, I literally like them less live than I do, uh, when I hear the recorded stuff. So yeah, I thought it was the most boring live show I had ever seen. So those are my two that I was just really unimpressed with. Okay. I I went straight to the '80s metal genre, but now that you're, because he didn't even clarify that. So I I saw Ryan Adams live once. Oh, I just booked him. Don't tell me he's bad. I just booked him. Oh well, he just is not interactive at all with the mm-hmm. audience, and he just looks down and just does his thing and blows through all the songs and then walks off. And so oh, to me, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a great show, but maybe he was going through some shit. Who knows? Um, but I also went. I saw a really bad great white show to be honest and Mm. it was in the early 2000s it was at the house of blues on sunset um and the sound mix was so terrible and it was so loud that people were like having to leave the show and the 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 house of blues is a hardwood floor so it's just reverberating up Mm. your back and you're just uncomfortable and it's standing room only and it was just kind of a a nightmare show and i'm not sure what happened there but it was unpleasant and i was deaf for like three days (laughs) So, could have been worse. You could have been in that. You could have been in that Hartford show. <sighs> no, I mean it's. I know it's kind of like bad to say that it was a bad no, show. No, I don't. No, I say that to have a little bit sick, twisted humor. But yeah, no, no yeah. I don't want to make you feel bad. <laughs> just being a little. Bit. No, no, no. But it was it was a garbage show. Yeah. Like people were just right. like, this is this is not pleasant at all. And, so. and, and you know, and that's a great point. I want to come back to. It. But yes, thank you. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold that my thought there because I do want to. Now we we'll wrap up. Thank you for going through the rapid fire that you all all the alums go through, and then includes, <laughs> uh, you know, things like you know I don't know again how much you follow on social media. There is a uh, Dorothea Taylor. She's the uh, uh, granny drummer. Uh, granny, uh, she is a. Uh, uh, anyway, so the whole bunch, you know, the whole nice. bunch of other people, uh, Jim, Jim Riley from Rascal Flats has been on the podcast. Uh, nice. and anyway, so you are all part of the alum now there. So you get your shirts yes. there. We get so a shirt. You get shirts there. Oh my God, that's our, amazing. These are the only, these are the, uh, the shirts I give for the, uh, this design there for the alums. Now you're now part of the alum is what I call it. Wow. And again, and again, all that, as I try to do is like this cool community of eclectic, you know, whether it's drums, rums. You know, we had a couple of filmmakers who did a, sh- uh, a documentary for the Gorge up in 
uh, Washington up in Oregon. Super, mm. super great documentary. If you get a chance to watch that, but all sorts of people, uh, you know, I, that at least I always say that I find interesting and you know, entertaining to kind of have on. So there, the ta- our tagline where the backbeats meets the spirits there. So there you go, girls. Nice. We'll send wow, us out. This is you. a high class podcast. We can get you. Yeah. So, that's really why cool. I need. That's why I need sponsors and advertisers because I give away a lot of shit that's coming out of my yeah. own pocket. Somebody needs to underwrite that. Yes. So yeah. So I had a question there. You were talking about the, you know bad shows and you know and I know sometimes that's really tough to want to watch like in a movie theater right you or or eating a, a restaurant or that you get up and walk out of something that you you know whether you want your money back or you're just not wasting your time or you've spent them you know. But a lot of these bands and concerts that are coming around on these summer tours, I have a hard time wanting to go see them that I had never seen in the first place, which is unfortunate. Mm. I have not seen Motley Crue. I've had opportunities, mm. but just never pulled the trigger. And then in like them coming back around, I'm like, am, what am I actually paying a lot of that money for? Yeah, another loved Motley Crue growing up. A lot of that stuff. I'm like, am I seeing Vince? I've seen some stuff. Is he got his shit together? You know, is it the same band? Is it nostalgia? Yeah. Look, this music. This music is not very easy to perform. Yeah. Thirty years later, either right, hitting those high mm-hmm. notes, and and even Bon Jovi doesn't hit them anymore. And the cha- mm-hmm. the songs change, and they step down music so they can keep it easy either. But yeah, I mean, what's your what's your thoughts about that? Well, I think one of the big differences that's happening now with all of these groups going out is a lot of them are sober now. Um, And so they're a little bit more focused on the craft. They rehearse, they practice, they're tight, they they develop their set list. Um, And of course, a lot of them are doing their greatest hits as well. Um, Some are releasing new music, which you can lose a concert crowd that way as well. If they're not familiar with it, they want to hear all the old hits. Um, But I've been incredibly impressed actually with most of these bands coming out. Um, Vince has had some challenges, but I hear he's pulling it off and doing pretty well. I hear Poison is stealing the show on this tour. Joan Jett, I've seen recently actually, and is incredible every time. Def Leppard's always really tight. I mean, so many of these bands have really, they lived through the worst of it and the most sloppy of it. And yes, maybe your voice, you don't have the same vocal range, but like you said, you make a different vocal choice, you bring your run down, whatever that is. And and we're okay with that. and it's it's they're much better shows now actually yeah I feel the same way I feel like you have to go into it with the mindset that they're probably not going to sound exactly the same as they did on the album 30 years ago I mean you got to just accept it because people's voices change it's just life um now if you're going to a show and Vince you know we certainly have seen some footage of Vince that was not great uh and you don't want to pay for something like that. I will say, I think he's moved past that. And on the stadium tour, I think he's pulling it off. Like Tina said, um, you don't want to see a crap show, but that's not what I've been experiencing. Just like Tina said on a lot of what I've seen, I just saw the Sonic slam tour last month with LA guns and um, Tom Kiefer of Cinderella and faster pussycat faster pussycat's a great example. Tammy down uh, recently got sober, like within the last two or three years, he got sober and he sounded great. Um, you've got vocalists like Tom Kiefer and Phil Lewis that really focus on their vocals and go to great lengths to preserve their voices. And so when you've got vocalists like that, yeah, they might not sound exactly the same, but they sound damn good. 
And so I'm going to it not only for the nostalgia factor, but because they are great shows. They're performing music that I absolutely love and that I want to see live. You just have to go into it with the right mindset, realizing that it's 30 years later and people are going to sound different. Yeah, I, and, and th- th- I think that's, you hit the nail on the head there, is you definitely have to have that mindset of, look, you're not seeing the band from the 80s and in whatever condition they may have even been in on a lot of some type of uh, intoxication or 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 mm. whatnot, and I, I think yeah, you, you're there's a lot of nostalgia there. You're right, Eric. Is that you've got to you're going to see this show? Yeah, you're probably going to be paying some some money for it, um, but also go into go into it with the right thought that okay, I'm going to try my best to enjoy. I know these guys are nearly ready to hit you know uh, Medicare you know age <laughs> you know. <laughs> which then are, we all are right? i know which I, part of, which I think is like kind of part of the uh charm of it is we've all kind of aged uh, yeah. together yes. and so what they're going through in terms of vocal changes or body type changes or whatever we're we can all relate we're like yeah we're right there with you so all right um all you us, know, I feel all like us dad bods the out there rocking to uh you know <laughs> just do it <laughs> yeah I think that's part of the connection. We had a connection to these bands when we were young, but we've all kind of aged together. And so there's still that connection. Yeah. I'm always going to have a huge fondness for all of these bands for that reason. Yeah, it's now. So, all right. Okay. No, I, that's fair. I like I said, I've I held off wanting to go see and, and what am I expecting? Now you mentioned poison. Now didn't um, Brett Michaels have some type of medical issue just recently, right? Yeah. 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 You he, know, what's the latest? He had just, he, it was, I think it was a diabetes. He's been a long-term, yep. you know, diabetes. Right. He's had it forever. And um, so that's something he always has to manage and maintain, you know, his health when he's touring. And I think recently he had to miss a show or a couple shows yeah. uh, because he had some challenges with that. And I think excessive heat and dehydration and everything else that goes along with managing yeah. diabetes just kind of all played a factor. But yeah, yeah he's, he's, Brett is, Brett is unstoppable. Brett. Yeah say what you want to about poison or about brett michaels he's that a workhorse dude is a hustler yeah he will perform yeah. on his deathbed if it's at all possible i mean that guy is a showman for sure and so I you think, gotta have some respect for that yeah and i don't think a lot of people gave gave them respect for it only because of the way things looked or the songs but you know yeah. those guys put the, the put or put it the time in and uh um yeah. you know and especially you know how tight those guys are and the uh, the story that I've always remembered since speaking of poison, I don't know why it came to mind was you know how closely tight they are where they threw uh, what the hell's his name uh, was it Jeff Kotzen or who would replace CC back in the early nineties? Oh, it was banging yeah. banging uh, Ricky's wife or Bobby Dahl's okay. wife. Yeah, who yeah. was that? I guess I don't remember who that was. I know the story though. <laughs> yeah. 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 There you go. There's, yeah. there's, there's another show idea. It's like, you know, celebrity, you yeah. know, rockers who was banging other rockers, right. you know? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that sounds like a banging episode. All right, but yeah. boom. Oh. Uh, oh, there you go. Oh, I had the wrong one. Never mind. I blew it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Funny. Enough of that. Cut it off. All right. I, I had a boom, boom. Oh, yeah, but um, anyway, so, so, I appreciate it, uh, Erica, Tina, for coming on. Um, so, okay, so here's our the episode. We wrap things up. What do you want, folks? So here's the shameless plug. Here's the commercial for what you guys are doing. Tell, hit, go ahead and hit us with everything you want to tell us. 
Well, I'll start by saying what I hear the most from people when they listen to the podcast and have comments about it is that they love the nostalgia factor. They love the memories it brings back for them individually. They love the music still and are excited to hear people talking about it uh, today in relevant terms. Um, So if you're still a fan of that 80s metal, uh, and especially if you have a childhood buddy, or if you grew up in the Midwest or in a smaller town, I mean, I think our podcast is definitely for you, but our whole goal really is to like make this music relevant and to talk about it in the present tense, because as you said, toward the beginning of the podcast, I think that this music is going to be coming back. People want more of that rock. They want real, real instruments and real vocals. And I think a lot of that is going to come back. So if you're a fan of rock music of eighties metal, definitely tune in and listen. Tina, what do you want to say about it? Well, I want to tell them where to tune in and listen. So uh, you can follow us and interact with us at our website. It's www.a92a.life. Find us on Instagram at a92a underscore life and Facebook at a92a. Join our book club, read along with us, um, engage with us on, on social media. We'd love to see you guys out there. And yeah, this is um, this is for friends. It's for lovers of 80s metal. Um, and it's for people our age, 47, 48, Paul, class <laughs> of 92. Now remember, you guys, you guys are, you guys, you, you're advanced. You're like Doogie Hauser's. <laughs> <laughs> no, awesome. Yeah. So definitely check out their podcast, Ages 9 to Adults. A2A. A92A. Oh, so, oh fuck. See, I've already. <laughs> it's 92. I, I, I keep on. thinking about it. But again, for some reason, I'm always thinking like ages, you know, two, two. Uh, no, that's Legos. Never mind. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, yes. I already, and I showed the damn box too, didn't I? So, yes. That's already. All right. There you go. Fail. Womp, womp, womp. Uh, yeah. I should play. Should I play the horns for myself there? You know, the. Yeah. Yeah. Womp, womp, womp. Yeah, so definitely check it out. I, again, I I did not know, and I think this is as we were talking about there about you know, the Buzzsprout Facebook page, learning and growing, and 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 I and I know there's so many podcasts out there. There's a lot of familiar. We will definitely follow you guys again. Now you're part of the alum, as as what I call again this crazy circle of folks that you know promote, tag me on stuff, and then it's as long as I get tagged, it's super easy for me just to repost it on Instagram or whatnot. Yes. Um, you know, I, I try to post other, other, you know, folks that I follow or been on the podcast and, uh, no, I love it. I said, it's, it's, it definitely brings, as you mentioned, the nostalgia back to it Again, thinking about, you know, you know, whether the Guns N' Roses, uh, episode recently or the interview that was awesome. You know, I think I hit you up right afterwards. I'm like, how'd you get them on? That's awesome. (laughs) How do I, how do I get, how do I get those, you know, um, but I love it. And again, it's definitely a place in our time during that late eighties, early nineties, our high school years of from mm-hmm. 1988 to 92. Right. That's so, right. so, you know, so, yeah. uh, it's a different time then. And, uh, it's great to have the nostalgia. So, uh, I love the show. Uh, and so, so definitely if you're listening to this, check them out on there. We'll, uh, post. And when we get ready, this will be dropping and you're listening to this. This is actually should be Tuesday, uh, great. July 20, 20- sixth yes july 26th so that'll be the uh episode 107 you're listening to this definitely if you're listening also watch the video there which we had a great uh great fun time in our video there so definitely for the references and uh so follow us drums and rooms uh, on all the socials definitely huge i know is over on the apple podcast 
give us a review, give us a rating. Those, you know, as well as to for for their podcast, those ratings and reviews do mean a lot because that's what people look at. That's how the algorithms work. That's how all that stuff works. You've got to go if you love it. Go ahead and hit the five star. You know, if you love it, leave a little comment because that's how you know advertisers, like I said, or other people find out and learn more about these other great podcasts. If you like what we're doing, then you're going to like what they're doing and then they're doing and so forth. This is how the whole podcast community grows. Uh, that's why I wanted to have uh, Tina and Eric on was because I was like, this is great. I said, I love the show. I said, let's get together. Um, definitely gives me a nostalgia place. Uh, follow all the YouTube stuff, subscribe, you know, you guys know the drill. So go ahead and follow us on the podcast. So again, thank you for joining me today. Tina and Erica. Yeah, I think I have, a little, I got a little bit left here. I didn't drink it all during the show. So I behave myself. <laughs> So, uh, very good. Yes. So, all right. Thank you all for listening to this episode. This is Paul with the Backbeats Meets the Spirits. Cheers, y'all. Bye. If you like what we're doing here at Drums and Rums, we have a Patreon link to help with setting up interviews and creating content that you find entertaining and interesting. Also, if you'd like to sponsor, advertise on the podcast, or if you want to come on as a guest to promote something related to the show, email me at info at drumsandrums.com. Lastly, I want to thank Brad Brock Toon titled Once Upon a Bottle of Rum. And check out his podcast, Jams and Cocktails. Thanks again for listening, where the backbeats meet the spirits. <laughs>